Welcome back to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, the podcast that explores the world of Doctor Who collecting, Doctor Who collectors, and protection of your collectibles, and of course, Doctor Who merchandise. Anything to do with Doctor Who memorabilia. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, your host, and I've been a Doctor Who collector since 1981. I founded and opened one of the first Doctor Who-only stores in Chicago in 1984 called Bundles from Britain. And we are mentioned in a wonderful book called Red, White, and Who, The History of Doctor Who in America. And you can get this book from ATB Publishing on Amazon and anywhere you buy your books. And we are living on page 384. Our theme song is Who's Doctor Who by Barry Mason and Les Reed, performed by Fraser Hines, who played Jamie McCrimmon in over 113 Doctor Who episodes, and he's a great friend of the podcast. Consider becoming a friend of the podcast. You can support our podcast a number of different fun ways. The first way is our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. You could also patronize us on Podbean. Podbean is a great provider of great podcasts. You can find us at doctorwhocollectors.podbean.com, and you can support us there as well. Or the last and the most fun way is go to our website at doctorwhocollectors.com and search on the merchandise link, or click on the merchandise link, and we have a lot of links to great Doctor Who merchandise on the Amazon site. You pay the same price, but a portion of the sale comes back to the podcast. You can also hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. You can find a lot of other great Doctor Who podcasts at DoctorWhoPodcastAlliance.org. Sad, really, isn't it? People spend all that time making nice things, and other people come along and break them. Collection Protection. Your special hardcover books need protecting to keep the dust jacket safe from wear and tear, from ripping, from yellowing. For over 30 years, Bags Unlimited Incorporated has been producing collection protection bags, boards, and boxes that up to the level of for long-term archival production, uh, protection. They are not my sponsors, but my personal preference since 1981. BagsUnlimited.com, and tell them you heard about it from the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. If you'd like to share any collection protection stories or tips, please write us on Facebook or Twitter. You can use at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, or you can email us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com, and don't forget our website at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. Up there is the scanner, those are the doors, that is a chair with a panda on it. Sheer poetry, dear boy. Today, we're going to talk about books that feature more than one Doctor Who story. And these are not 
Doctor Who short trips books or things like that. Uh, these are actual television novelizations that were intended for the WHL and hardback or the Target uh, collection and were put together in a collection usually for a, um, a book club or an omnibus or something like that. Uh, most of the time they were intended for book clubs. They were very popular in the mid-70s through the 80s and there are, I think are a handful of them around today. But many of them went out of their way to get the rights to the Doctor Who stories to create these special books. These are the books you would not be able to get in any bookstore. You had to join the club to get them. So I'm going to talk about several of these books, and I have every one of these in the Doctor Who collection in my Who room. And uh, here they are in order of publication. Now, if you find that I've missed any in my research, you never know, um, give us an email at Podcast at gmail.com, and I will straighten the record on the next show. Uh, we start with the Doctor Who and the Daleks Omnibus, which was published in September of 1976 by Artist Books, which is a division of St. Martin's Press. It's a large hardcover with dust jacket. It was produced exclusively for the UK retailer Marks & Spencer, which is why it has the St. Michael branding on the cover. Uh, contains illustrated and abridged versions of the Terence Dix novelizations Planet of the Daleks and Genesis of the Daleks, along with new articles and a comic strip. This is not to be confused with the Dalek omnibus published by W.H. Allen, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, the inner flap of the book reads as follows. At the time before time began, at the dark edge of eternal space, a new world began to grow. Out of the swirling, boiling mire of creation came true and total evil. It was the first heartbeat of a life force that was to evolve into a brain of a terrifying power and genius. The brain within the creature called Davros, half man, half machine. Davros pursued his insane dream of universal supremacy. He distorted the genetic chain of his species and succeeded in creating a monstrous being that had no pity, conscience, or soul. A being that would come to terrorize and conquer whole galaxies. The all-powerful Davros reincarnated in the form of the terrible Daleks. So that is a, it's a, it's a book. Uh, it's a large hardcover, oversized, and you can find a lot of copies of this out there. Uh, I have two in my collection. Uh, one is in very good condition. The other one is in good condition with a slight tear in the dust jacket. The value of this book can range anywhere from $20 to $50, depending on condition. Anything in mint can go from $60 on up. If you ha can find one in mint condition, uh, it's very rare to find it in that condition. VG Plus is the best I've seen, and I think it was $50. Um, so uh, that's, that's a it's a great find, and you can find that book. The next, we have the Doctor Who Omnibus from January of 1977. It was published by the Book Club Associates in the UK. It was a hardcover with um, Dust Jacket. It's a compilation of three previously published Target novelization in one hardback volume, only available to the Book Club Associates. This omnibus contains three stories featuring one of BBC Television's most popular characters, Doctor Who. Since he first appeared in 1963, the Doctor has been a firm favorite amongst children of all ages. These stories give everyone who enjoys the program another opportunity to follow the Doctor's adventures. The three stories are Doctor Who and the Space War, Doctor Who and the Web of Fear, and Doctor Who and the Revenge of the Cybermen. 
three randomly selected stories, which have nothing to do with each other. Um, it has a dust jacket with no illustration on the cover, just the titles. I do have one in my collection that is in very good condition, and the value is anywhere from $12 to $50, depending on the condition of the book and the dust jacket. I have seen many um, uh, editions for sale in various uh, areas of the web, including eBay and Abe's Used Books. But originally, it was only available to book club members as a UK release only. So in the United States, they're a little bit more rare to find. Next, we have The Adventures of Doctor Who in October of 1979 from the Nelson Doubleday Book Club of the United States. It's a hardcover with dust jacket. Uh, he's, a, he's tall and thin, wears a motley array of garments that include an incredibly long scarf and a battered wide-brimmed hat, and he's a centuries-old Time Lord. Untold years ago, he left his own people to roam through space and time, fighting evil, Fighting, writing wrongs, and trying to satisfy a deep-rooted curiosity. Now the resourceful adventurer who has long thrilled British television viewers is winning legions of fans in the USA, and this volume captures all the excitement, humor, and imagination of that popular TV series. It contains a trio of action-packed novelizations, Doctor Who and the Genesis of the Daleks, Doctor Who and the Revenge of the Cybermen, Doctor Who and the Loch Ness Monster. I have one in my collection, and I actually bought this from the book club. It actually came out um, in, I believe, a little bit later. 1986 is when I bought it, uh, because they made so many of them on the original uh, production in 79. They included it in the book club later on. Now, according to the rules of the book club, you had to buy six books. So I thought, well... At the time, and, and I'll get to the other one, it's The Further Adventures of Doctor Who is the other one. So I decided to buy three copies of the first one and three copies of the second one, which they let me do. And so I took, I kept one of each for myself, and I took the other two to TARDIS 22 in Chicago as a dealer, and I was the only one that had them, and we sold them for $25 each. So it's, it's an amazing, uh, it was an amazing thing to think of doing that. And of course, after that, the Nelson Doubleday Book Club took them off their list. But anyway, um, the, I sold, you know, like I said, they value anywhere now from 5 to $10 because a lot of them were printed. It's not a rare book at, at all. And you can find them in pretty close to mint condition, too, out there. People have collected them and kept them over the years. Um, next, we have uh, the Dalek Omnibus. Not to be confused about the previous book I talked about, um, but this was published in June of 1983 by W.H. Allen. It is a hardcover with no dust jacket. It is part of the W.H. Allen Doctor Who hardcover series. It's a compilation of three target novelizations in one hardback volume. The Daleks, Coldly Efficient Machines of Death, The Doctor's Most Hideous Ruthless Enemies, captured the imaginations of Doctor Who fans everywhere. This omnibus edition brings together three chilling Doctor Who stories, Doctor Who classics. The Dalek Invasion of Earth, Planet of the Daleks, and Day of the Daleks. This is the only collection that W.H. Allen produced. It did not sell very well. So there are quite a few out there, but I have one in my collection in mint condition. The value is anywhere from 25 to 35, but I wouldn't pay more than 40 because this book can be found pretty easily. And because it doesn't have a dust jacket, the cover tends to stay in good condition and you can find a lot of non-library editions of this book. Next, 
Um, I, like I talked about earlier, this is the follow-up from the Nelson Doubleday Book Club, The Further Adventures of Doctor Who, January 1986. Hardcover with dust jacket. Compilation of three target novelizations in one hardback volume, only available to Doubleday Book Club members. A follow-up to the similar volume, The Adventures of Doctor Who. Um, the cover blurb reads as such. The Doctor, a Time Lord from the planet Gallifrey, is a being with a very untime lordish tendency to get involved with other species, especially humans. Joining him on three exciting adventures based on the highly popular BBC TV series, Doctor Who and the Deadly Assassin, Doctor Who in the Face of Evil, and Doctor Who and the Robots of Death. The value is roughly the same, anywhere from $5 to $10. They really overprinted this. Back uh, in 86, especially uh, through, through the 85, 86 years, when I owned uh, bundles from Britain, Doctor Who was at a peak of popularity and merchandise collecting and things like that. It kind of hit that peak in 1986 and started to dwindle in 1987. And of course, when the show was canceled in 89, it kind of almost fell off a cliff. So it, it was definitely the time to do it, but they printed way too many books. Um, lastly... Um, and, and this was a big jump from uh, 1986. Um, Remembrance of the Daleks, Prisoner of the Daleks, July 2016. I'm including this one because it includes a Target novelization as well as another a, a fictionalized story that was never put on TV. And this was put out in July of 2016 by BBC Books, a hardcover with no dust jacket. And I mention it because this is a Barnes & Noble exclusive leather-bound hardback edition containing the previously published novels Remembrance of the Daleks and Prisoner of the Daleks. Uh, the first is a classic story and the other being a new series adventure. I do have one in my collection in mint condition and the book can still be bought new uh, on, tar on Amazon and can be found from private sellers as well. The price is $20 and sometimes a little higher, but I wouldn't go that much higher. Those are the collections of stories that can be found. I'm hoping more will be published. Uh, book clubs have kind of faded in the last uh, 20 years, but, you know, fan interest is there and publishers know they can make money from these projects. You know, Doctor Who merchandise is still being pumped out at a great rate. More after the break. Hello, fellow time travelers. I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by... Dalton Hughes. And by... Alison Fitzsafry. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Doctor Who Collector's Podcast. Enjoy your travels. Money? My dear chef, I don't want money. Got no use for the stuff. It's time for the most outrageous offer, and I'm going to keep it um, within our show today. Uh, the award for the most outrageous offer for a Doctor Who collectible goes to a bookseller on eBay. This is a copy of the Doctor Who and the Daleks Omnibus, the first book I talked about, and it's signed by Tom Baker and John Pertwee. Um, and the the price was over a thousand dollars. At least the last bid I saw. It's, it has been. It is not sold and actually ended, um, so you can't find it. But um, Tom Baker's autograph is not rare. John Pertwee did pass away in uh, in the early '80s, and many of his things were sold. He did a lot of signings in the late '70s, early '80s. Um, 
So there's, there, it's not a very rare autograph. Um, so I thought that, and the copy of the book was in pretty tattered condition. Now, if the book was in mint condition and those signatures are 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 in there and verified, you know, maybe five hundred dollars, but a thousand seemed a bit much. Um, I know uh, there are a lot of these out there. This one was sent to me by a person that did not want to be named, so I'm not going to read their name. Uh, if you have seen a Doctor Who item that seems a bit too high in price, um, let us know. And you can find us uh, on our Facebook page at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, and we can talk about, uh, we'll, we'll look into it and we'll definitely look at it. I, I don't want collectors to spend more money than they have to. I mean, that's the whole point. When I started in 81, um, I was young. I had an allowance from my parents, and so I was limited in what I could buy. So I had to be very careful. And, of course, that's before the era of price gouging and eBay and, you know, uh, people taking U.K. releases and selling them to U.S. citizens for eight times the price. And uh, you can read uh, go back to one of my previous podcasts uh, where I actually play a clip where Nicholas Briggs from the Big Finish podcast actually talks about my question regarding the vinyl releases that they do in England and how they come to the United States at eight times the market value. Uh, so we'll we'll be uh, you know talking more about that. Now um, on to the show format. Now normally I would talk about the new releases, but it is getting to a point where I cannot keep up with the new Doctor Who releases. So many things are being made uh, from Doctor Who that I'm simply going to point you to a great website. I get the press releases in individual emails and then, you know, trying to put those together. It, It just takes a lot of time. And I feel I can save a little time here by directing you to go to Google and type in Doctor Who Merchandise Guide and you'll be taken to the Doctor Who site. It's a great website. Um, has all of those uh, new releases by release date, and you can keep up there, and you can subscribe to it on the newsfeed or a Google alert, um, and you can get updated on what's new. Uh, remember that many things are not available in the United States as of yet, but they will be eventually, either through third-party sellers or through an arrangement with Amazon. Um, and looking to the future shows, I'm trying to keep the show scheduled to two per month as best I can. We're going to be talking about Doctor Who board games coming up soon, including games that were made specifically for Doctor Who. So we're not going to talk about Risk or Clue or Monopoly or Yahtzee because a lot of things were made for those different games. But we're talking about War of the Daleks, Dodge the Daleks from 65, um, the Doctor Who board game from the mid-70s, the Doctor Who electronic board game that was released a couple years ago, or the Doctor Who card games that have been released. And we're going to compile as much information about that. I have a few of these games. We're even talking about planning a local event in Chicago of playing War of the Daleks uh, and and talking about the and recording the experience uh, to to share with you to figure out you know how this game was played and 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 things like that. Uh, so those games are pretty rare. The the War of the Daleks, Dodge the Daleks is extremely rare. I um, I saw one copy for sale out there that was complete for about $1,000. So, um, you know, you can find that. There was also a Doctor Who chess set made by the Danbury Mint. Uh, there's one copy, there's one set of that in Chicago, in the Chicago area for about $1,000. So, you know, keep a look out there for things. We're also going to talk about the Doctor Who pinball machine and Doctor Who video games very soon including Destiny of the Doctor, which was Anthony Ainley's final performance as the master before he passed away. 
So anyway, I'm going to find an interesting clip to take us out with today. Anyway, that's I'm Larry Van Mersbergen for the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Keep collecting. Now see here, you miserable little do-gooder, you're not as clever as you think. You imagine that you've released the Doctor, but if he's not here in the determinant, well, where is he then, eh? I'll spell it out for you. Your energy levels are waning. The Doctor's still my prisoner. Do you hear that sound? That's the cloister bell in the Doctor's TARDIS. Understand what it means? It means the Doctor's TARDIS is in distress. It'll separate from mine when I disappear presently. Seconds later, it will self-destruct. Farewell, my gooey friend. You almost got there in the end. I stress almost. Thank <laughs> you.